Welcome to TR Talks, where your host, Team Rajpal, talks everything Toronto and GTA real estate, from buying, selling, leasing, investing, and rental management. An unfiltered conversation with industry experts helping you stay up to date with the market. Welcome to TR Talks, where your hosts, Team Raj Paul, talks everything residential real estate in Toronto and the GTA, from buying, selling, leasing, investing, rental management, an unfiltered conversation with industry experts, helping you stay up to date with the market. Hello, everybody. Nick and Rajiv are here with Gita from TR Talks. Hello. Hello. Hello, and we want to talk about... What is on everybody's mind, which is here we are. Market is crashing. No, Rajiv, that is not. A, yes, actually, that might be on some people's mind. But guess what? It is the exact opposite. It's the opposite. We're seeing prices go up. We're seeing sales go up. Inventory is still low. But a March update for our listeners in terms of unemployment rates. Unemployment rate is down and it's at 5.8%. The inflation rate is down at 5.2%. These are numbers for February still. We've got the overnight Bank of Canada rate uh, for March at 4.5%. And right now, what we can tell you from the ground as realtors is that activity is really picking up. That is true, Gita, because I have been listening almost every day from one person to the other. Rajiv, when is the market crashing? Is the market crashing? Some of the agents are also feeling that because their buyers and their sellers are feeling that. You know what? Negative thought process is energy which goes from one to the other. But they are not looking at the what's actually in reality happening in the market. There is bidding war already started. So this is going to be a delayed domino effect should this momentum start. So the momentum is the market is not crashing, but it is in the move to bring it up and movement is happening. Yeah, the media hasn't really caught on yet, but us agents, full-time agents are feeling it. I mean, like we're getting multiple offers. Every single house that is presentable, I think, has an offer date. <laughs> yeah. That, that's right. It's Well, it's the media and the buyers, I think, that have not yet caught on. I think, well, buyers are catching on now because seeing that we have multiple offers. True. For sure. Mm-hmm. But it's just like inventory is low. So I would say sellers aren't really catching on. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, even some of the buyers are not catching up. Majority aren't, but I think people... Unless they've actually been in that multiple offer yes. situation themselves. That's what's happening. But I, I mean... But does it not relate to motivation then? Yeah. Buyers who are just thinking my market is going to crash, they're just holding on, it's, oh, it's going to crash. But the thing is, yesterday morning, I was looking at one of the neighborhoods, property listed for 1.7, sold for 2.1. Then there was another one, a property listed for 989 and sold for 1.3. So there are biddings happening, you know, and there are demands. And I spoke to a couple of agents, one had about 13 offers and one had about like I just mentioned, 21 offers. Yeah, and we're seeing this across the board. It's not like we're seeing it just in the 416 area or in one part of the city. We're pretty much seeing it across the board. And just to go into specific numbers, total number of sales in March, 6,896. 
Now, granted, that's lower than March of 2022, which was sitting at 10,862, but it is higher. I believe you had the percentage. Well, it's, it's like 2,000 more sales, basically. Than February. Than February, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I would only say that I don't think it is fair to compare the market of January, February, March of 2022, because that was a very freaky three to four months when the sales were totally different. Yes. Because they were all off the chart, different way. But we should be comparing to 2020, 2021, which is better. And then compared to last month, of course, you see the growth, how the movement is there. And you're right, Raji, when you talk about comparing to 2021, we're finding that average price points are actually hovering around that middle, you know, the summer fall market of 2021, which is a very, very healthy market. So average sales price today is at a million one hundred and eight thousand six hundred and six and when you're looking at that average price and then you break it down further and we look into the detached and so breaking it down by house types and by region so in the 416 area code average price for detached homes a million seven hundred and eight thousand nine oh five region a million four hundred and two forty six and then it goes down further, semi-detached, 416 area code, 1,262,905,988. And I think that's where you see the biggest gap between 416 and 905. It's in that semi-detached type of home. Townhomes, so 416,905, very similar average price points, 973 versus 926. And then condo apartments, average, and again, so most attractive price point, Across the GTA is for condos, sitting at an average of 703000 when you're factoring in 416 and 905. Yeah, I think so basically what that means is that the market's picking up slowly, but surely in a month-to-month basis. I mean, like we're looking at what like, of course, year over year is completely different, but month-to-month we're looking at a price of like compared to last February to now in March, we're looking at just like under a percentage increase in terms of price. I want to share my thoughts here, Nick and Gita, is that people who are holding back, making a choice to sell, or people who are holding back to making a choice to buy, just because of the market, I think they should reconsider their thought process. Because... For sellers, you know, if they're looking to evaluate, uh, sell for the best value so that they can upgrade or downsize to the best value to have, you know, of their choice, maybe the same location or different location, this would be the time because you don't want to be waiting too long to miss that opportunity. Buyers are the same thing and investors because you need to action now so that you do whatever is there in this market. And you know, the majority of this activity and the increase is coming from first time home buyers. And the reason for that, it's not surprising because a lot of them that were either considering renting or looking to get into the market, they're finding that the rental rates are just as high, if not higher than if they were looking to purchase their first home. Nick, you know, you just leased a property and I was speaking to somebody that was in the neighborhood and they leased a year and a half ago or even just a year ago. Their lease was $2,500 for the same type of property. They're on the same street 
And you've just leased it, I believe, what, what was it, 3250? 3250. In a day. Yeah. And at least in a day, less a than year later, look at that, 3250 versus 2500. I mean, it's crazy. And what it comes back down to is why are there not more purpose built rentals? that the government is offering. I know that the focus is there and those are, you know, they're coming, but they may not be coming fast enough. And that's why we're seeing a lot of this activity coming from first-time buyers because they're like, you know what, to hell with it. I'm not going to now pay somebody else's mortgage, especially if I now have to dish out another four, five, six hundred, eight hundred dollars just compared to last year. Yeah, I mean, like in terms of even price-wise, year over year, 14.6 decrease from last March. We're seeing actually coming back up a little bit. But we recently had a real estate seminar for those who haven't heard it or been there. But we're actually seeing that even though the interest rates, yes, have gone up, the price being down 15, 14%, it actually makes up the difference. In fact, you're paying a less down payment and that's keeping cash in your pocket right now. So I think that's something that buyers should look more in just a general, not just the general picture of interest rates, but how much money you're saving by not paying it upfront right now. It's a large chunk. It's a great point. So coming back to my, just a few minutes ago, I had this when I shared that 2022, January, February, March was a little freaky year. The market, if you see last 20 years of growth chart, the market has consistently gone up or moved at a certain percentage but this last quarter the first quarter of last year 2022 it jumped by over 30 percent so it coming down to 15 percent is not a crash it is coming down to 20 percent is not a crash exactly it's just rebalancing that is what is happening it is rebalanced and then once it rebalances people and the consumer is comfortable their confidence comes back. Comes back, and then they shoot up again. And then it will shoot up again to a certain price point when the buyers will feel and the sellers will feel they, you know, they should not have waited action based on the market. And also, and to your point, like when you're talking about Nick, yes, the interest rates are higher, but then you have to factor in the drop in the average price point. Now, when buyers keep waiting for the interest rates to go down, well, then what's going to happen to the prices? Prices are going to go back up. So one way or the other, you are going to be either looking at a higher interest rate, but then lower prices, or then as those interest rates start settling down, prices are going back up. So it's a question of, you know, which pill do you want to swallow? Yeah, and and the fact is, too, you have to look at, too, in terms of these interest rates too, we were talking with some mortgage brokers as well. The fact is that you are having amortizations at 25, 30 years. Now we can even actually have more than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, not with everybody. Not with everybody. Certain people. You can message us directly if you want to know more about that. But the thing is that who lives in a property for 25 years? I mean, 10, 15 years, maybe. 25 to 35 years now is like I don't know. Not in today's date, Nick. Yeah. You're right. Not in today's date. A generation before me. Yeah. Probably because their real estate was not used as a platform to grow their investment yes. portfolio. Correct. But over the last 15 to 20 years, real estate has become 
a portfolio, a platform where we can, you know, build wealth. Yeah, mm-hmm. where um, people are even, a lot of people consider their principal residence as an investment yeah. as well. But even then, I mean, like, nowadays where moving is kind of consistent, like, I think, yeah. honestly, speaking-wise, your kids grow up, you downsize, you upsize, but that's usually still under that 30-year mark. Yeah. So you paying that kind of interest, yes, I mean, but you have to look at it, am I really paying for that long? Exactly. So I'd rather theoretically pay a lower principal and at a slightly higher interest, but that interest can also change. Absolutely. Technically, we're in the high side right now from previous last few years on the high side, but it can always dip as well. From the previous few years, yes, but then we always talk about perspective and we say, okay, put it into perspective. So you go back maybe 20 years and yeah, the interest rates, you know, there were times where the interest rates were 16 to 18%. So it is all relative. It's not going there. It's not, you know, prices also weren't the same. We acknowledge that and understand that. But in terms of opportunities, For people that are still thinking about where there might be opportunities, whether you're an investor or whether you're a buyer yourself, the condo market has not, it has started moving, but it is not quite where the low rise market is right now. So there are plenty of opportunities in the condo market, both for resale and for pre-construction. Oh, absolutely. Right now, I think, and I have a very, very strong feeling in that's what the developers promotion platinum we are working with the promotions we are getting i think this is the only year we're going to get it next year onwards most likely everything is going to be off the table you know five percent down a year two and a half percent seven and a half percent down a year it is rarely available because all the projects which were held back in the last two years they have all come back to release so now when their release is over we'll go back to make 20 percent down in 15 months 18 months that will be hard. And that is why this is the time. Action must be taken. And one thing more, Gita and Nick, you will agree, we have been watching the new developments or whether they are talking about townhomes or homes or freehold or even condominiums. The prices, what they are, it is not going to go down in the next 10 years. They are all going to go further up in the next 10, 15, 20 years. As you see, the current prices of resale is been matched with the new construction so if average price of a townhome builder is selling for 1.1 1.2 this would be the time to take an action so don't wait just get your home from the resale market so that you know you will be able to have the property in the choice of neighborhood you want and grow from there yeah i think for investors too Unrelated to the market watch because market watch doesn't really talk about pre-construction yeah. at all. Yeah. I think right now for investors out there too, assignment sales. Yes. I mean, like there's a lot of opportunity. People are selling it at the price they purchased it for. Yes. Two, a lot three, of dis- four years yeah. ago. Yeah. There's a lot of distress assignment sales yeah. out there. Yeah. People are feeling it, whether they're educated about that matter or they just want to get rid of it because they don't want the hassle. Mm-hmm. As an investor or a buyer self that maybe are for some reason using it as an end user as well. It's good to take advantage of it right now. Yeah, absolutely. So, Yeah, no, that's a great point on assignment sales. And, you know, on that note, unless you two have any last thoughts. Well, now that Nick has let the cat out of the bag, a little bit sneak peek. We definitely encourage people to give us a call because we have a product with some lender 
who can go up to 35 to 40 years of amortization. So we are getting more information in the next few days. So reach out to us and we'll be happy to walk you through the process. Yeah, so for those, please follow and share this podcast with your family and friends. Comment, ask questions, make requests on topics you would like us to cover. And that'll be it for this week. And we'll see you guys next week. Thank you, guys. Bye. TR Talks is hosted by members of Team Rajpal with Remax. Rajiv Rajpal and Xerxes Barucha are brokers. Gita Rajpal and Nicholas Sip are sales representatives. All registered with the Toronto Regional Real Estate Board, Real Estate Council of Ontario, and Canadian Real Estate Association. This podcast is for informational purposes only and not for financial or investment advice. Please do your own due diligence.